everybody, I am sitting here with two of my closest friends. This is Sarah and Eileen. You've probably seen them in workout videos if you've been around Faithful Workouts for a while. But the story we're about to tell you is true. <laughs> the names have not been changed to protect the innocent. Anyway, these two seriously um, had an issue with sugar. And I have seen in front of my own eyes the transformation in their, their health, their lives, because of getting free from these sugar addictions. So I can't wait for you to learn from them. And the first thing I wanna ask you guys is, when did you first realize you had a sugar addiction? When I met you. <laughs> I had no clue I had a sugar addiction. Yes, you could say it. Addiction. <laughs> Until I met Michelle, because she did not eat sugar. And so that was a big void between what I would eat and what she wouldn't eat. So that's when I really realized, I think it's an addiction because I had a taste for sugar after lunch, after dinner, and if I had a taste for sugar, I would eat it. What was your typical day like when you were being, when you were a sugar addict? Oh my goodness. I would drink about five cans of soda. I would have, I was just telling Sarah, I could eat a whole bag of Skittles. I could, um, oh, I wouldn't eat a piece of cake. I would just take the fork to the cake and just start eating. That's a sign of addiction. <laughs> but that was so normal for me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I didn't think any differently. Mm -hmm. That's just how so, you did it. Yeah. Well, and I, I think I've always known I've had a sugar addiction, but I didn't have a label for it until, and knew how bad it was until I met you. Mm -hmm. Because I would hide sugar in the house because I knew that it was bad for me. And you know, my husband doesn't eat it and I would hide it and I would wait until he was gone. And then I'd go in my hiding place and, you know, snarf it or I'd take it and hide it under my shirt if I was really dying for something, go to the bathroom, shut the door and sit on the toilet <laughs> and eat my candy bar. Now that is, there's something wrong there. Well, part of it is, um, Sarah, tell them what your school lunches were like when you were growing up. Um, let's see, every day from first grade until through sixth grade, because once I went to um, middle school, it was so, so you were a loser to bring your own lunch. So, but before I would bring my own lunch and every day it was a peanut butter with um, granulated sugar on top sandwich um, and a, a thing of Doritos, a Twinkie and a thermos full of Kool-Aid. Wow. So, Every day. <laughs> so, so imagine that's really like, what you're both saying is like, you really didn't know any better. This is just how your life always right. was. This yes. Is, and, and so if that's you right now, if you're saying, yeah, I've just been doing this my whole life, keep listening because that was their day in, day out life for 40 years, maybe, you know, mm -hmm. constantly, some like maybe 50 well, let's years. Let's see, I'm 58, yeah. so it would be 58 years. <laughs> Okay, so you realize you have this sugar craving. What have you tried that really didn't work? What is something you can kind of say to them like, it's not the way? Um, I think um, some things that I would try would um, be to like go cold turkey and it, it would work for maybe 24 hours and then I just couldn't handle it and I would go off of it. Or maybe it would work for a month and then I, I would hit a goal weight or some sort of a goal or, you know, like I'm not going to do it until I go on this trip. And then I would go on the trip and then woohoo, 
you know, Katie yeah. barred the door. I'm going to eat anything and everything. And then I just fall right back off. Yeah. If you're looking mm -hmm. at this as a short-term thing, it's not going to work. I mean, mm -hmm. guys, yeah, maybe you will be able to do it for just that little bit till you reach that goal, but then you're going to go back to your way. So we're really trying to set you up here um, for success for life. What about you, Eileen? What are some things that you've tried? Well, <laughs> it's kind of a funny story, but it's not a funny story. Um, I grew up Catholic and we celebrated Lent. So one year when I was an adult, I had children. <laughs> I gave up all sodas, all sugar for the 40 days. And when Easter came, I had one of those chocolate Easter eggs. And I'm like, oh, I don't even like this. I'm going to have to wean myself back on. <laughs> That's really what I thought. So I had to slowly drink a little bit of soda at a time to wean myself back on. <laughs> I know what you mean. Because when you've been off of it and you have a pop, it is like, that's terrible, but you keep drinking and thinking, yeah. maybe it'll get better. And eventually it does get better. It's it does. like, it why does. didn't I just stop at the first sip? See, now this yeah. is what I'm relating to, because I do think you feel horrible when you eat sugar. So it's like, it would be something you'd have to force yourself mm -hmm. to do. Yeah. And I want you to know, guys, I am not sitting here saying that I am Mrs. Perfect when it comes to eating at all. But sugar is not my thing. That's why I want you guys to hear from them. Now, bread, olive oil, love it. You know, carbs is more my thing, but this um, I know is something that you guys have struggled with and made changes. How confident are you right now that you're not going to go back? Be honest. 100%. Really? That's awesome. Yeah. And you've done this for how long? Yeah, it's been several years. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I, I'm still on that. I mean, I've been doing this for a few months, so I'm not completely confident, but I know I can do it. So even if I fall off for, you know, a week, I know that, okay, I can get back on. I can get back on that horse and, and keep going. So I, I, my plan is to do this for the long term. Yeah. Don't you think that like, it's super important for them to, re to know, like eating something that has sugar doesn't mean you've failed and you will never succeed. This is just who you are. Absolutely. It's okay. Absolutely. Eileen, you were saying that like now you'll still have some sugar. Like, tell us what, what, what does that look like? Um, so if I'm at a wedding and they have a wedding cake, I'll have, like my husband is not a sugar person, so he's always the one to share with. So he'll get a little slice and then I'll take a bite or two and I'm actually, I'm, it's fine. That's all I need. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's all I want. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because I know that if I eat more than that, the next day I'm going to pay for it. I feel like I have arthritis in my joints and I feel bloated and just even from a little bit of sugar, that's how I feel. And I hate that feeling. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Talk mm -hmm. more about that arthritis. Cause I, I know you've mentioned yeah. this to me. So tell them a little bit more about yeah. the, the whole arthritis scare. Yeah. I thought I had arthritis. I was sure I had arthritis in my knees and, um, and how old were you at the time? Oh, probably 40 something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was probably 40 something. And I felt like I had arthritis in my knees and my joints and my back. And then when I got off sugar, when I weaned myself off and then I was off sugar, I started realizing getting up in the morning, I'm like, I don't feel the pain anymore. And now today I don't feel it at all. I know I don't have arthritis because yeah. there's not a trace of it. Yeah. 
Awesome. Sugar causes an inflammatory reaction in your body. Mm -hmm. um, so you know this is just when you eat sugar, your body releases insulin. When your body releases that insulin, it's telling the cells in your body to take sugar in and convert it to energy. So all of that's okay, but it's the amount of sugar we're eating and the pace at which we're eating it. So when your body gets bombarded with too much sugar, your cells, mm -hmm. even though there's insulin, can't take it in and it goes into your bloodstream causing an inflammatory reaction throughout your body. And so many people have talked to me about their joints feeling so much better. Yeah, well, it's kind of like I'm allergic to it. Yeah, mm. which that makes sense. I would say we all kind of are. Yeah, yeah. probably. <laughs> yeah. And I have noticed, because I was having um, like heart palpitations or skipped heartbeats, and I went to a, um, a cardiologist, and he said, oh, that's very common in people. It's nothing to worry about. But I could, I was noticing it more and more and more. And mm -hmm. since I have gotten off of sugar in the last few months, I don't notice them. And so I'm having another heart scan or, you know, a stress test, I guess. Wow. So I'm excited to see if they'll still pick up on the, on the skipped That's heart awesome. beats wow. because I don't notice it. But I would, I could sit there at night mm -hmm. when I was calm and nothing else was going on and I could feel it yeah. and I'm not feeling it now. So when you mm -hmm. think about like why why do we want to get off sugar? Like you mm -hmm. you know you obviously have to have a really big why. But I'm I'm hearing from Eileen one of the things probably you weren't thinking about was arthritis. Like that mm -hmm. this would be helping arthritis, or for you mm -hmm. that it would help your heart. But those are some pretty big reasons to quit sugar right there. Mm -hmm. You know your health is so important, and it's time guys to really start looking at sugar could be really a culprit in a lot of the health issues that you're having. Um, but what are some other whys for you too? Why are you motivated to do this? Well, my why in the past was what got me jump-started on it was I have cancer on my mom's side of the family and my dad's side of the family. And I wanted to avoid cancer. And yeah. I know that sugar doesn't help. So I wanted to avoid the sugar so that I could um, avoid hopefully getting cancer. Yeah. Mm. When you have cancer and they want to see where the cancer is in your body, they do something called a PET scan. Maybe you've heard that word. Mm -hmm. And what that involves is injecting a special type of sugar water into your body. And then they watch to see where that goes. And that's where the cancer is because cancer feeds off of sugar. That's a pretty big like reason to quit because I don't think any of us want cancer. Mm -hmm. What was your kind of biggest why, do you think? Um, I think just I, I was feeling sluggish and, um, and it wasn't just the weight that I was carrying, but it was just, I just didn't feel as energetic as I used to feel when I was younger and, and, um, and lighter. But I just couldn't keep up with my husband. And, you know, if we'd go hiking or biking, I couldn't keep up with him and I used to be able to. And so now, now I can. Of course, it also helps that he broke his leg. So, <laughs> slow down. Yeah. But no, I feel like I can have more energy and that I can keep up with him doing, you know, physical activities. Yeah. So speaking of weight, um, you know, faithful workouts. We don't really like talk a ton about weight loss. We talk about getting to a healthier weight, and we also know that losing weight doesn't necessarily go hand in hand with better health. But I do want to bring it up because you know what? In reality, a lot of us want to lose weight. How has getting off sugar affected your weight? Neither one of you were ever really obese, but how has it affected your weight? Well, I just started during the 52 Strong, and I and at, during the 52 Strong program, if you're not familiar with it, it was 52 days of doing um, 
activities or um, not goals, but action items for throughout that 52 days. And we had accountability groups. And so um, I had gotten back on POP over Christmas holiday. And so at the start of 52 Strong, I, my first goal was to cut out the, um, the Coke. I was a big Coca-Cola drinker. And so I cut that out, but then I wasn't, and, the, and I wanted to cut out all sugar, but I was not really doing it. I finally decided, doggone it, I'm gonna do it. And I cut it out. And so for the last two months, I've lost 12 pounds. Mm -hmm. So, wow. and I really wasn't trying. It's not and like I- That was I'm, the only change really with sugar. And that was the only change with sugar. Mm -hmm. And it's not like, you know, I was like, made it a goal to lose weight. I just yeah, wanted happened. to get off of sugar. Yeah. But it just naturally happened. Has that little side effect of- Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. How about you, Eileen? Yeah. Um, for me, I think it was when I started feeling better and I could work out more, and then I wanted to work out more, and then that became my routine. Mm -hmm. It wasn't, well, I'll work out three days this week, four days next week, like I love working out. Yeah. So it became part of who I am right now. Yeah. And I'm not sedentary. I, if I'm sitting around, I'm like, I have to go for a walk. And yeah. In Evergreen, they're not walks. <laughs> they're hikes, they're going There's up hills. Yeah. And I feel like I can do things now at my age than I could do years ago. Yeah, more. Mm -hmm. And my stamina and endurance is a lot better. It just changes the way you think. It changes the way you, it changes your chemistry. Yeah, mm -hmm. it really does. Yeah. And I don't know, I mean, if you've lost a ton of weight because you weren't really heavy, but I was just editing and looking at some old videos <laughs> from like 10 years ago. Her body has literally transformed. Like you just look different and it's crazy in 10 years. She looks younger and more alive than you did back then, which is believe, really cool. I believe it, yeah. Yeah. Now, um, if you could give them one tip, one one thing, what would it, what would it be? Like, I, and I make this, guys, yeah. for this, I want it to be a practical thing. Not, you know, you gotta change your thought, like a very much like, maybe it's that you replaced an activity with something, mm -hmm. you know, or some. Yeah, I have one. Okay. If you're a soda drinker, like, <laughs> <laughs> we were. Um, Michelle taught me this, and this is what got me off soda. So much so that I couldn't even drink a soda if you dared me to right now. And Michelle said, substitute soda with sparkling water or regular water and fruit. So I was doing that, the sparkling mm -hmm. water. And um, after a while, I couldn't drink the soda anymore. And then another thing that she told me was, when I had company over, I thought everyone needed to drink pop and I needed to make sure that they had the soda. And Michelle said, no, you don't. If you're not drinking it, don't serve it. So I stopped serving it. No one missed it. So it never has to be in my house mm -hmm. while I was going through that. So not having it in my house, I wasn't tempted. And like now, I couldn't even do it. Isn't that awesome? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I'll tell you guys, I was um, hosting a retreat down in Dallas and there were two women there. Um, both of them had um, MS. One of them at age 50 could barely really walk. She had to use a cane and everything. Mm -hmm. And I saw her when she was 60 and she was doing the entire workout with me standing up. Mm -hmm. I was like, what happened? Like, she said 100% got off yeah. soda. Mm -hmm. Another woman there, two women who had symptoms, big symptoms of MS got off all their sugar and they felt like they didn't have it. I mean, I'm not, you know, not trying to make a claim here, but I'm saying mm -hmm. from two people that I talked with, both of them said the exact same thing and they looked 
Amazing. Mm -hmm. So what's a practical tip for you? Um, I would say don't beat yourself up because um, there are times when sugar is going to be put in front of you, offered to you, um, and it's hard to say no, but if, you know, like I, we just celebrated my son's birthday, they had a birthday cake, I'm like, give me just a little tiny sliver, I ate that, and I, and like you said, I was good, I, uh, and they were like, oh, do you want to take some home with you? No, I do not want to take any home with me, but I didn't beat myself up, just yeah. the next day, I was like, okay, no sugar today, and don't, you know, it's, yeah. it's okay if you fall off yeah. your bicycle, but get back up and keep pedaling. Yeah. Absolutely, I think that's great. Yeah, and it's okay to throw it away. Yes. yes. <laughs> if someone's <laughs> handing you something and saying, here, take it home, take it and do them and yourself a favor, find the nearest garbage and throw it away and don't look back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you could eat throw it away. and have yeah. damaged your health or you or could throw it away. Right, right, away. right. Yeah, right. it's gone. Yeah. Another thing, guys, if you're someone who, say, after dinner always wants to have something sweet, what can you, what's an activity you can replace that with? Whether it's making um, baked apples with cinnamon on them, just literally cooking up some apple, a little, little cinnamon sprinkle. I've also heard that helps you to sleep better at night. Mm -hmm. Something like that. Or maybe it's going for a walk after dinner instead of, you know, or, you know, whatever you can think of. It's really good when you're trying to stop an activity that you have something that's a replacement. Maybe it's also um, a replacement food. Maybe you've got some stuff ready to go that's healthy and good for you that you, you like, but it's not sugar. Like, mm -hmm. I love celery with peanut butter in it. Um, I like carrots and hummus, different things like that. So you have them ready to go. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, okay, last question. Mm -hmm. What could you say, what would you say to someone who's listening right now who's like, I'm hearing you, but I'm still feeling hopeless? Like, what would you say? that I'd say don't do it alone get in good company I know when I started this journey I chose to um, do it with Jesus mm -hmm. and when I would get those cravings after lunch after dinner before bedtime I would read a psalm and I would ask the Lord to change the desires of my heart mm -hmm. as I read the psalm and sometimes it worked and sometimes it wasn't working, so I had to get myself out of the house and go for a walk and just distract myself. But then again, if it's not in your house, it's not tempting. Mm -hmm. So I would just say, don't do it alone. Um, do it with somebody else. And I chose to do it with the Lord. And I have to say, he changed the desires of my heart. The thought of a bag of Skittles makes me <laughs> sick. The thought of soda makes me sick. Mm -hmm. So yeah. my heart has changed. Yeah. Will you also, um, Eileen, tell them about the question you asked yourself when you were looking at something? Because this is a really, you guys, you got to do this. The so. moment of truth. <laughs> okay. So whatever it is sitting in front of you and ask yourself, how will I feel in an hour if I don't eat this? What if I don't eat this? And all of a sudden my mind would go to, I'm not going to feel like I have the arthritis. I'm not going to feel bloated. I'm not going to feel tired. I'm not going to feel sluggish. I'm not, and what is I'm adding all these things up. I'm like, this isn't worth it. Yeah. So, so that became easy. But for me, it's don't have it in the house. I don't buy it. And you know what? When you don't have it in the house, you're not spending the money. I buy organic, but I love vegetables now. Mm -hmm. yeah. I crave vegetables. So I can buy the organic vegetables that cost a little bit more. I can yeah. buy those things because I'm not wasting money on the junk. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But great, so, great, great. Yeah.
Anything else? What said? was the question? <laughs> Yeah, I agree with Eileen to do it with somebody because I did it during the 52 Strong and we had accountability groups and that was helpful to me because I knew that they were going to be asking me, how are you doing on your sugar this week? Mm -hmm. And I thought I can't let them down and I don't want to let myself down. So I've got to do it. Mm -hmm. And one thing um, that I would do after dinner, because I do have a sweet tooth after dinner, um, shortly after dinner, I go and brush my teeth mm. because then I don't want to eat anything because I just have a nice fresh breath. And <laughs> yeah, that's true. You don't want to have to go through the. It, I don't want to have to go through it again. <laughs> so yeah, I just brush my teeth and I'm like, okay, I'm done for the day. Yeah, love that. And I think you know I would close with this as I'm thinking about what would I, you know, what do I want to say to someone who's feeling hopeless right now? Often we really feel like we have to rely on our own willpower. And there have been studies done that show our willpower is limited. We, can, we only have willpower to a certain extent. Mm -hmm. But if you're someone who follows Jesus and you believe in him, his spirit, God's spirit is in you. And it, it, you know, the Bible talks about, I was reading it this morning in Ephesians, the same power that rose Jesus from the dead lives in us. Mm -hmm. So why in the world would we not tap into that power when we're trying to make a change? My willpower might last a little bit, but it's not going to make it that I can feel confident that for the rest of my life, I'm going to make healthier choices. I am going to make healthy choices and not because I'm any better than anyone else, but I know God is all powerful and he knows the desires of my heart. And he says, ask and I will give it to you. And I'm asking him to help me. So if you haven't done that yet, ask God to help you. He's there. He wants to help you. He wants you to live life to the fullest. And then just the last thing is there's a part in the Bible where um, God, Jesus is with Peter. This is after his resurrection. He's just made breakfast for him. And he says to Peter, what do you love more than? And I sat with those words for a while and I just think about it. What do you love more a bite of sugar, a piece of cake, a second piece of cake, or good health. Because I really believe that good health and sugar addiction just don't go hand in hand. And if you want good health and you want that more than, you have to think about that, I want that more than I want this bite. Now God help me to say no. I think that's it. Yeah. And All just right. be kind to yourself mm, yeah. through this. Just show yourself grace, show yourself kindness, and yeah, you're going to do great.